Thank you for choosing Jawbreakers. This is Susie. And this week we're talking about Cole Sprouse. We're talking about Jughead Jones. And we're talking about Riverdale, the television show that still has one more season to come out. But let's not talk about that part yet. Please become a patron. $2. That's all I'm asking for. I just need $2 from you. Please become a patron. Patreon.com slash nermernermer. For the sake of everyone's enjoyment, it'd be even better if you could give $6, because then you can see the posts that I spend more time on, and even, even better if you can give $13, though I am just overwhelmingly flattered when anyone does that. So, patreon.com slash please become a patron, love ya, if you do or if you don't, but just saying $2 only for a month, that's like nothing, but it helps me out incredibly, so please do it. Cole Sprouse, one of the Sprouse twins... You're going to learn everything you need to know here. He recently did an interview, and here we are now. The other important note in this intro is that this episode is dedicated to patron Isabel, who gave us the prompt of Riverdale, I believe, four or five months ago, and we just now got around to doing it because there's a bunch of episodes. So Riverdale episode's finally here. Thank you. You're listening to Jawbreakers, the show hosted by the Pittsburgh area's top trend forecasters, Alexis and Susie. Grab some candy in your headphones, pull up a seat near a super loud railroad track, and get ready for pop culture news so fake, you'll have to wonder if they're lying. You know that I don't understand who Timothy Chalamet is? I couldn't pick him out of a police line. I saw him fuck a peach, but I couldn't recognize his face. (laughs) To call a peanut M&M obese? (laughs) Like, that's literally- It's an M&M. That's how it's shaped. It's not like a body positivity thing. It's literally just- No, this is real. It's also- Yeah, right. If Yeah, I think- Did I tell you 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 wouldn't like this movie? Yeah. So then I tried really hard to like it. Okay. <laughs> Alright, that one will do. Do. I can't wait to take a B-roll in front of Nikita one day. And it'll be 20 hours late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day. Oh, I need to send you. It's the white boy f- who cooks that I think you would like. I think you'd like him. I think you might have a crush on him. Okay. <laughs> this is me from the future. I did not like him. I do not have a crush on him. In the middle of his TikTok, he's, like, talking, and then you hear the Be Real song, the Be Real sound go, and then he, like, makes a cut. But you hear half of the Be Real, but he was taught, like, there was no way for him to finish his sentence mm-hmm. and take out the Be Real sound. I love that boy. He has your hair. I'm so sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for his loss. Okay. Um, wait, before we get into this... I just want to take a moment to zoom all the way out to that we are on a floating rock going through space, and this so doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> That's it. That's all I want to say. That this... That epi- this... Yep. This podcast? No, that Cole Sprouse does not matter. <laughs> like, I get that most of the general public doesn't even give a shit about Cole Sprouse. Right. Like, he's just one of the twins right. from Zack and Cody. Mm-hmm. With that out of the way, I take this very seriously. Okay. <laughs> That's all I want to say. <laughs> Wait, back up, back up. We're having beverages. I have a Truly Lime. I have a Mike's Hard Blue Freeze. Why don't you sound excited? It's blue Because it tastes flavored. like Blue Freeze. <laughs> Alexis told me to pick a hand, and I did, and she didn't have to honor it, but... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know. I mixed them up. I didn't. I honestly didn't know which one you had. Um, then for our candy, this has been in the pantry since, like, the month we moved in. Oh. Every once in a while I look at these and I'm like, what's the plan? It's called Crows. I think I bought them. <laughs> Licorice flavored. Licorice flavored gumdrops made by Tootsie Roll. Oh. <laughs> the Tootsie part's crazy. It's just a picture a of a cartoon cr- crow. Yeah, there's brain teasers on the back. Yep, they're just in there. Not even. Oh, it's just a big old chunk. Smell like licorice and cardboard? Neither. (laughs) 
It smells like Jaeger. <laughs> it smells worse than Jaeger. It smells, it smells like if Jaeger and play. I'd rather take a shot of Jaeger. I'd rather sip a Jaeger than smell that box again. That, I feel oh. this is eraser texture. I've been into it with my... Careful with your uh, permanent braces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because uh, <laughs> mine just got stuck in mine. Mm. Oh, wow. That is sticky. Oh, this is the worst type of gummy. Oh, it is sticky. Wow, that is that'll glue your mouth shut. If you ever break your jaw and you can't afford wires, just pop some crows in your mouth. Oh, the licorice flavor is so bad. <laughs> I like licorice flavored things. I've been raving about a licorice flavored tea I had recently. I can't eat. <laughs> I feel like I'm not. I feel like my body's gonna reject it if I try to swallow it. I think my body would drink bleach sooner. Oh, and the <laughs> flavor is awful. The flavor's so bad. Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is easily the worst <laughs> candy. I th- yeah, I think this is the worst. I don't even think just like in a while. I think overall, <laughs> I can't even think of anything worse. It would be better even if it was such a repulsive flavor that you could just spit it out. But the whole <laughs> you can't spit it out. It's just like, okay, well, I'm not going to try that. Also, if you that. spit it out, it might be worse because it's going to get, like, on the tip of your tongue and, like, your lips. You know what I mean? Mm. Oh, my God. This is just never going to leave. I'm going to chew tobacco just to get rid of it. Okay, speaking of tobacco. Mm-hmm. So, Cole Sprouts. <laughs> I have gone my entire life not being tricked into making the Spotify account, and I've been proud of it. I did it for this. There have also been things I genuinely wanted to watch or listen to, and I was just like, "Guess I'll never hear it." Mm-hmm. You and this, I was this. like, "I need to, I need to see the full thing." I was so mad when I realized it was Spotify exclusive. Me too. I tried seventeen different YouTube searches, and then I was like, "There's no way it's this hard to find." I needed to watch it in full, like not, you know, like. So Cole Sprouse went on a podcast called "Call Her Daddy." And he just doesn't give a lot of interviews. He <laughs> he's gotten clipped and memed to death on TikTok yep. before it even came out. Like he just <laughs> for a few things. That podcaster was probably so fucking pumped to just get that much attention. She was like, "Oh, this is gonna go crazy on TikTok." But so he's just got this long ass cigarette in a lot of these clips, and like there's this one that was memed pretty heavily where he's like. You've got to be pretty fucked up to get into the arts. And he's just got this, like, one- first of all, why was he smoking 100s? <laughs> Literally, <laughs> did you see the pack? He cl- You glimpsed the pack at one point, and I was like, you motherfucker, you- <laughs> you've smoked 100s on a video podcast. Okay, so here's what I'm thinking. Well, wait, let's just, first of all, I was giving him no benefit of the doubt when I just saw the clips. I thought it was funny, because I relate to him a lot uh-huh. <laughs> also i generally i know this is gross mm-hmm. i know this is disgusting i'm generally attracted to people smoking inside like i fucking love watching that i, I think it's like... just so funny like it's so gross and like it's so f- frowned upon when there's clips of people just doing it i think like, you're a badass well also see that's kind of what i was getting is everyone was talking about how annoying and pretentious he was from these clips which absolutely yeah oh he's a hundred percent annoying horrible yeah okay same first of all as annoying (laughs) that's why i have a podcast (laughs) i am as annoying as cole sprouts ever was okay but then the fact that he went in there and was like can i smoke a cigarette because people let people smoke weed on these shows all the time died when that happened it is so different as someone who smoked maybe at least one cigarette in their lives yeah cigarettes inside is it's disgusting it's so gross it changes the entire vibe of the place smoking weed inside it goes away it goes away kind of is like uh it smells more natural somehow (laughs) it doesn't always go to go away right but like like it does if you stop smoking it. Right. Some people's house does. But like a cigarette, you light one cigarette and you're trying to get rid of the smell for a week. Yeah. 
So it's gross. He fucking smokes all these cigarettes. Okay, but then that one clip where he was talking about you got to be pretty fucked up to get into the arts. Yeah. People were making fun of it because obviously he started acting as a child. He was on Disney. He was, he was like, on Friends. As he was like on a Friends. Baby. He's on Riverdale. Is his most serious right. thing, which is we'll get to it. Right. Um, but <laughs> the thing is, they took that clip out of context. He was talking about his mom. He was. T- they he really was, took. They it out really of con- took it out of context. They're making fun of like the things he did to like get into the right. arts, which is stupid because his first gig was before he was one year old. Right. So obviously he, did, he didn't choose. Right. But he was saying his mom, who sold him and his twin brother into Hollywood for mm-hmm. money, instead of getting a different job, was so fucked up that mm-hmm. she did that. Right. Like that she yeah. So he was saying, like, people who want to get into the arts will do fucked up things, and they're fucked up in the head. He was saying, my mom's so messed up that she thought it was okay to to sell her infant children. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Which is completely different. Than what it looks like. Yeah. I love that interview. I would never watch it again. It is so hard to watch. It's really hard to watch. If you would have been smoking a shorter cigarette... Well, that's the thing. Wait, there's also a few things. This interviewer, I'm not that impressed by. I've never seen her show before. I don't really ever want to hear her ever again. Yeah, not that impressive to me. But also, I wonder if he knew going on to it, or if she always does this because I don't listen to her. Most of her questions are about how does that make you feel? Yeah. So obviously, he's going to give some long-winded, poetic-ass, stupid-ass answer. He's Uh like a... He's like a photographer is like mm-hmm. his main hobby. I think he has like a degree in philosophy. Or yeah, like he's that. pretentious. Mm-hmm. He's the type of person who likes to hear himself talk. Some people are like that. Have you ever put on a button up shirt and looked in the mirror? And then when you go to button it up, you say, I'll skip that one. <laughs> I'll skip that one. Must skip that one. The balls Must on make him. that one. He put. He left like two buttons. He no shirt under like five chest hairs peeking through. Dude, he was about to accidentally ash on his abdomen. <laughs> Dude, the way he was ashing was killing me. Did you see him circling in that tray? I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Okay, but then also one of the clips where his cigarettes is really long. That. That interviewer set him all the way up. She said, you're going to need a cigarette for this next one. I think she when was she... kind of joking. Right. But she was asking about his past relationships. Yeah. So he grabs a cigarette, lights it, but while, that's while she's asking him a question. So he can't drag from it again. So it sits at that same stupid length for the entire story of, that's like easy to clip out about that's his That's another one that's been getting clipped, too. That was the first one that I saw clipped. Right. Also, that's like the end of the episode, it's pretty a, much. Yeah. So he was, like, comfortable at that point. Right. He was, like, completely... I mean, he's not an amazing speaker. No. What was that one line he kept saying? In very many ways. (laughs) Did you catch that? Yeah. He said it, like, every third sentence. In very many ways, Dylan and and I were saved by sweet life. In very many ways. You know what I hated? At this part, I was like, I don't know if I can do this. Was when he literally went from talking about how it, it was different for boys and girls on Disney Channel, like how girls, it, it's basically harder for girls, kind of. And then the next question was like, oh, everybody talks differently about their experience on Disney because he was pretty positive. And he was like, well, that's not fair because everyone else, most of the people there come from privilege, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, mm, some of the people have bad things to say about Disney Channel because they were kind of, like, exploited in a different way. I understand right. where he's coming from, but it was crazy to me that he went from that to be, like... Yeah, he kind of, like, crossed his wires a little bit. Right. How can you speak to the experience of someone else? You literally just said you can't. I also thought it was interesting. I've never really heard... And I'm sure other people have, but I haven't heard other anyone talk like this about child acting, where he was talking about it as if he had been a blue-collar worker. His whole life. Dude, that was crazy. He, he was talking like he was like a laborer, you know? Which Dude, I'm not saying it's an easy... kind job. of wasn't he? Yeah, I've never heard like... He was like, I had to pay the bills for my family starting at age one. Yeah, I was just... He, <laughs> that is insane. He, he somehow was talking about it like... It was weird. And there are... There is that... He also brought up nepotism babies, because right. that's a big conversation right now, but... It is kind of interesting, like, seeing people talk about yeah, where they come from. It's like Jeanette McCurdy, it sounded like, had a similar thing. 
Yeah. And, like, we know Shia LaBeouf had a similar thing. Right, but both of them, very different. Yeah, they all did different stuff. Right. I do think it's funny that so much of the gossip about this interview is, like, Cole Sprouse ended his career. I don't think so. I think if you've been following along, this is exactly what I expected. I wasn't surprised by it. Yeah, people just haven't heard from him in a while. Right. And those people are surprised by it. Right. Well, and also she's like, you're so private, blah, blah, blah. Does any, he was on Tumblr, just like fucking posting everything. Yeah, he's, he's not that so, he's a, Yeah, he's like a little turd. He might be on the private end for like our age group, But I guess. I, yeah, he doesn't do this many like long talk shows. Right, he doesn't really do that. Long form. I think the only interviews I've seen with him, not saying others don't exist, but the only ones I've seen are like group. I was, yeah, that's kind of what I figured. Yeah. Like with the Riverdale cast, yeah. cast interviews. And he doesn't... I've never seen a TikTok of his. Does he have TikTok? I don't think... I feel like he doesn't. Because, like, all the other Riverdale casts and TikToks, he's not. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he wasn't. doesn't... He There's doesn't a TikTok um, called Blonde Burnett Redhead, and it's Betty, Cheryl, and Veronica, the actors, doing, like, TikTok trends. That's fun. Do you like or dislike that piece of information? Um... <laughs> Wait, okay, so... <laughs> here's what happens. <laughs> Months ago, months ago, months ago, we said, hey, patrons, $13 patrons, we will make you an episode. What do you want it to be about? And Isabel said Riverdale, (sighs) which I wanted to do justice. You know, I wanted to, like, have Mm. something to say about it because I could probably do a series series on Riverdale. Yep. Alexis doesn't watch that fucking show. I don't. And I didn't finish it for the longest time because it's really hard to jump in and out of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyways, I finally finished it. Here we are. And Alexis, which ones did you watch? <clears throat> I watched season one, episode one. Great episode. Season six, episode 21. Season six, episode 22. <laughs> Just back to back. <laughs> so glad you watched both of those because episode... Tw- Dude, episode 21, I the was... The way they open it is... I was tripping out. I was like, what? Wait, okay. Did so- you rewatch episode one? I did. I did. <laughs> okay, so let's start at the beginning, right? If you've ever seen... Wait, can we... Are there going to be spoilers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank God. Because I really need some information. <laughs> so first of all, this show, every time I see a joke about it online, it's like first season we're just in high school and then like the most recent season is like aliens crashing and we're having a war and all that <laughs> yes <laughs> there's still one more season coming out after this but <laughs> so first season first season first episode oh it's the archie comics so it's they're it was normal fun normal all right it was cute i thought it was just gonna be a high school drama right and then there's this twist that one of the high schoolers died Mm -hmm. in the river one of the twins cheryl's twin brother dies and so the season moves like a murder mystery the entire first season because it's like who killed jason blossom and you know right they find him at the end of the first episode and they're like he has a gunshot wound Mm -hmm. and what they all just thought he drowned Right, so then they spend the entire season going through being like, you know, who could have pulled the trigger? Well, Jughead's, like, investigating everybody, and they have to introduce... It basically, it's very telenovela-y. Right. It, and it starts out real mellow. Right. Jughead is narrating. He loves to stay up late at the diner. Jughead is Cole Sprouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Veronica comes from a rich family. Archie's working class. Mm-hmm. Football. Musician. Did they talk about his teacher in the first episode? Yes. That's the whole first season with him. He sleeps with his teacher, and also him and his teacher were sleeping together near the river when Jason died and they heard a gunshot, and they couldn't tell anybody because... Right, so it's all just drama. Right. Right, which I'm invested in. Right, so you get really into it. Uh-huh. Oh, do you have anything? what other takeaways from the episode one? <laughs> yeah, it's just high schoolers. It's just like fun high school drama. I was into it. I was like, wow. Right. I so, could watch this show. Exactly. Right, there's a mystery. Murder mystery. There's like a love triangle. Right. But like everyone's really good at being honest about their emotions. Yeah. And they'll be like, hey, you need to talk to him about that. Right. Or like, I need to talk to you. Or You're right. Veronica and Bet- Betty are like friends. and It's fun. 
It's cute. And they all talk oh, about it. Oh, and Archie's, like, trying to be, like, a musician. He's having, like, a high school musical moment where, like, his dad wants him to be a football player, but he wants him to be a football player for, so he can go to get a ride to college so he can take over his business. But Archie just wants to make music. But the only way that he thinks he can make music is to have one-on-ones with his teacher that he's fucking, who also they witnessed a murder and can't tell anybody. Great fun. It's amazing. So you just watched the whole first season. They introduced, like, um, turns out Jughead secretly um, lives on the south side of town and his dad is, like, in a gang. And this gang becomes a really, really big part of every season. They're called the Serpents. Is that the motorcycle gang with, like, the snakes? Yeah. So there's that. There's, like, the gay kid and whatever. Like, all these just high school plots. And then there's, like, the occasional mix-in of, like, and this murder happened. And then I think also, like... Oh, um, Cheryl. Is that her name? Cheryl? Yeah. Cheryl's kind of a bitch to everybody because her twin brother just died. But she's also just, like, mean. But it's a cute show and it's really good for, like, people who also like other media. Like, it, it really draws on a lot of other... It just starts to go off the tracks a wee little bit because they just keep adding layers that become, like, really hard to follow. So, like, turns out Cheryl's dad kills himself because he was, like, using the maple farm to, like, bring in drugs. And they start to layer in these, like, really heavy things. Um, Veronica's dad gets, like, broken out of prison to, like, come basically just be the villain of the town, also build a prison in Riverdale or something really confusing. Betty's dad, there's a serial killer all through season two or three that, like, just wears a black hood, shoots Archie's dad. I was wondering what happened to him. Archie's dad, though. What's his name? Perry. Okay, he was in 90210, but the actor does, you know, he has to get written off because he passed away in real life, but the character gets shot and almost dies in the finale of season one because everybody gets shot and almost dies in this fucking show. But it goes from like, oh, it's shocking, one person died, to just suddenly every episode someone else is dying now. Like, someone from the school is always like, gets in like a gang fight or like, just some crazy shit, like... Veronica's dad and Archie are trying to kill each other multiple times. <laughs> At some point, Archie goes to prison. I don't even remember why. And he's in, like, an underground juvenile boxing uh, also, ring. Uh, in season one episode, they're sophomores. They're, yeah. Everybody's fucking, obviously. The sex scenes are so long. I didn't see any sex scenes. <laughs> They're, it's incredible. Um, <laughs> it's really impossible to even get through all of the subplots. There's an entire season. Let me find out which one. Do you have anything to say? I guess um, my main question is what happened to Jason? <laughs> Isn't he in the end of season six? Okay, so yeah wait let me see if i can just grab a couple more things that happened so there's an entire season that comes out that's based around dungeons and dragons but it's called like griffins and gargoyles and it's just stranger things it's after stranger things had already come out and it's just stranger things there's this whole problem north side south side regular riverdale high school is on the north side and they're like more well to do and then the south side serpents are in the gang jughead's always like hanging out with them whatever because mm-hmm. he's come comes from a rough background mm-hmm. he gets a tattoo in high school wow yeah but <laughs> also of course he's gonna fucking show up on a podcast and talk like that he's been playing this character for six years yeah for so long um did you see any musical numbers uh yeah when they yeah, are way too the, into musical numbers I was in this so show. Confused. I only saw one, I think. I mean, when they went to the high school dance, there was a song. My notes from season five: they introduce aliens. Um, <laughs> they fast forward. This is insane. I have never seen a show do this. They fast forward. I think like four or five years after high school. Uh-huh. But then they'll still be like, it's 2021. Mm-hmm. Even though in 2017, they were saying it's 2017, but there was like a four year jump so that they're all like in their mid to late 20s by season six, uh-huh. which was why I wanted you to watch the second to last 
of this season because there's this scene where it's like Archie's served two tours in Iraq. <laughs> He's like preparing for war. <laughs> but yeah, they start introducing aliens. Jughead as an adult is a full-blown alcoholic and has these delusions where he can like open up portals to other universes. Mm-hmm. And he has these like Stephen King-based mental breakdowns where they act out entire plots. Wait, so how do they all start getting powers? They just... Okay, okay wait, so... <laughs> That's what threw me. <laughs> I didn't really see that one. They, so that comes in kind of sneaky for a while because Cheryl and her whole family always seems to have some sort of like mystical powers. Mm-hmm. Like it felt like she could probably like resurrect people or something like that. There's always mm-hmm. like allusions to that kind of stuff with her house. And like Nana Blossom's like kind of way too old and like probably is being held alive by some spell or something. Right. Turns out they just let that be. So Cheryl just fully does have magic powers. <laughs> oh, Betty becomes an FBI agent as an adult. What? So <laughs> Betty's dad's a serial killer. Sorry, I don't remember if I finished that. The serial killer that's running around season two and three turns out to be Betty's dad. Great. Yeah. Um, her mom's name is Alice Cooper. Why? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. There's a lot of names like that that are like, okay, why did you do this? Is- this is how the Archie comics go? I don't think so. <laughs> I really don't. They've been really, really ahead of their time. Yeah. Um, so Jughead's an alcoholic writer in New York. Betty's an FBI agent. Veronica works on Wall Street. She's the werewolf. She's the wolf man of Wall Street. Woman. Mm-hmm. Wolf woman. I think of, it's just wolf of Wall Street. But she puts the word woman in there okay. somewhere. Anyways. The wolfette. Something like that. It's corny. Um... Archie is, like, a veteran Mm -hmm. who has, like, really serious PTSD. And then now Jughead's... Jughead ends up dating this, like, the granddaughter of Pop from Pop's shop. Tabitha. So Tabitha's part of the main gang. And then Reggie's also in there all the time. Reggie was in the first season as, like, a football guy. They recast him. They recast him, and I didn't even fucking notice until they brought it up on purpose in season six as a joke. The old Reggie came back for an episode, and he's fighting, and they're like, who the fuck are you? I'm Reggie. No, I'm Reggie. And they were both, they both played Reggie at some point, but I literally didn't even notice. Also, Cheryl's lesbian starting, like, season three or four, mm-hmm. which works for her. <laughs> then, season six is the most confusing thing I've ever witnessed on television, period. <laughs> it opens up in River Vale. And they, for, I think, six episodes, do not explain why they're saying Rivervale and not Riverdale. And it turns out to be an alternate universe that is powered by Jughead's imagination. And there's, like, all these sequences that involve, like, going into Jughead's subconscious where he just has, like, racks of Archie comics in his brain. And he just goes through and, like, can see what's going on in there. And then there's a devil character whose name is Lou Cipher, who is, like, running Riverdale and making it evil or something. But that's, like, the weird supernatural version of Riverdale. It's just an alternate universe. But the two universes start to bleed into each other. And now we've got a situation where Jughead of Rivervale is sitting in a bunker that was used from the D&D season to... <laughs> write what's happening in Riverdale all the time. He's like the author of the comics and he creates the future of Riverdale. There's this moment where one of those universes is supposed to be exploded and kill off all the main characters, but Jughead of Rivervale calls Jughead in Riverdale and warns them and says, get out of the house. And that's how they end up with superpowers because Mm -hmm. they weren't supposed to know each other they weren't supposed to know each other and he like exploded the universes so then percival oh right percival yeah percival's the big bad of season six he sold his soul to lucifer Mm -hmm. and because of that he can't die okay so percival is some random fuck okay the first five seasons the villain there's smaller villains, the Black Hood, the D&D one has this, like, stick figure guy, I already forgot his name. Most of the seasons, though, one of the main villains is Veronica's dad, Hiram Lodge. Mm-hmm. He buys up property, he, he gentrifies. 
Yeah. Veronica puts out a hit on him and he gets <gasps> he dies. What? Yeah. And she doesn't even tell anyone she put out the hit for a long time, but Reggie figures it out because he's sensitive. <laughs> I like that in a show where, like, nothing matters, the way that she kills her dad is with the getting a hit. Um, yeah. Like, See, you would think she would kill it or, like, she would get Archie to kill it. Like, the big there's, bad like... Of the final season is no longer Hiram because he's dead, but Percival Perkin- Pickens, who exists in both universes, he, like, leaked from one into the other, and he's partly responsible for the powers as well. So, yeah, so he made a deal with the devil that when he dies, the devil gets his soul. Uh-huh. And so he spent all of his life becoming a great sorcerer to gain immortality so he would never have to give the devil his soul. So now he's been alive for, like, 400 years. Also, in every season, there's some sort of weird flashback episode about, like, the ancestors of all the main characters, which weird. it dwells on quite a bit, is, like, these ancestral families, which are based around those main characters, and they're just played by, like, the young people mm-hmm. of the show now. But Percival, allegedly, was, like, one of the first ancestors that settled with all the rest of them, but then he just never died or had kids or anything. He's just been around the whole time. Kind of like a vampire way. Right, right. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. But he's the big bad of season six. This reminds me of why I think it's so hard for me to to keep watching Umbrella Academy. Because, like, the first season is just, like, fun. It's, like, a family who grew up and had superpowers. There's, like, drama. Blah, blah, blah. They're trying to stop the end of the world. Like, and then when they're, like, in the moment where they're supposed to stop the end of the world at season one... They do it by, like, going back in time. And so they go back in time to right before JFK. But they're all in different years by, like, a year or so off. So they all have to, like, find each other. But And they all know that they're time traveling. But it, then it just keeps doing it over and over again. They just keep time traveling. And, like, one of the characters, their whole thing is trying to stop the whole stop them from killing JFK. And, like, the portal comes right outside of what's-his-name's apartment. Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so, I was just like, what is... But they do the same thing where like, they just ran... Now they're just in this loop. Now we can do this. And then they just reference the beginning where like where it all started and like the apocalypse. And they're just doing it over and over. And it's just so hard to continue. God. It's like fun while you watch it, but then it's like... Yeah. I'll, like, And how do you pick it back up when you don't even understand the rules of the universe? <laughs> There's anyway. no, when there are no rules. Yeah, well, in Riverdale, too, though, it's, like, for so long, they will, like, adhere by certain rules, and then they'll randomly be like, know what? Aliens, we're good. You can have aliens. <laughs> Starting now, we can have aliens. And they'll be like, well, now the aliens are in superpowers. All good. Jughead can read minds. Archie is immortal. Betty can, like, sense fear or, like, sense if someone's actually dangerous by looking at their aura. Cheryl can light people on fire. Veronica's like a black widow. I was wondering, I couldn't figure out what. Yeah, she has like a poison. Well, then in the final episodes, oh right, that weird shit that made no sense. Where they can you explain what they did? Uh, okay, so there's a comet coming to Riverdale. There's a comet coming. Bailey's comet is coming to Riverdale, and like Percival basically put a curse on them right before Lucifer, Lucifer, stole him. Mm-hmm. They're all trying to figure out how to stop it. Some witch tells Sherbel, what's her, Cheryl? <laughs> Cheryl? Wait, the witch is Cheryl's like second grade crush. That she comes back, and there's an entire episode where Cheryl, the second grade crush, and Sabrina, it's a crossover. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina, the teenage witch. What? <laughs> like trying to figure some shit out. It's crazy. Or the witch tells Cheryl. You're strong enough with the power of the phoenix. You can melt the comet. But if you do, someone that you brought back to life is probably going to die. And then she's like... I you to see this so bad. She also, in the last episode, I don't even know what... I couldn't follow the one right before. She, like, brought her brother back. They say that she brought back Archie. Like, Archie had died and she brought back Archie, apparently. That happened at the beginning of the season. He died twice. <laughs> You, I, you know how I found out when Archie's mom came to yell at him and she's like, you died? He died like three times. He got like eaten by a bear at one point. <laughs> and then like, I don't even remember how he came back from that. He just had this like um, makeup 
scar across his chest for an entire season. Oh my gosh. So then Cheryl tells everybody, like, I might be able to melt the comet. Oh, also, okay, wait. One thing, when they were trying to figure out how to stop the comet, someone was like, can't the government just shoot the comet? Does the government shoot comets when they come? <laughs> Is that a, like, I could be, it could be I don't a think thing. they would shoot a comet. I just have never heard that before. <laughs> like, you would think they would have done that before, and that's why that came into the script and made it to air. Yeah. Uh, so Cheryl's like, it's going to be using all my powers, so like some of the people I might brought back might die. Maybe everyone. I don't know. And so they spend the whole episode trying to figure out like what to do, tell each other they love each other, propose, you know, all the things. <laughs> Jughead and Tabitha watch Titanic. He's like, we don't have that much time. And she's like, we ha- it's only three hours and 14 minutes. And then you just like cut to them and they're just like at the end of the Titanic. And for some reason, I also don't understand this, but Jughead is like for certain, 100%, he's going to die. Oh, do you want that explained? Yeah. Tabitha can move through dimensions. Time. Okay, so she time. saw him dying. So yeah, there, when she got bored, she did kind of like an Alice Cullen thing where she'd go explore every right. possible outcome. And so like she would use it for drama reasons to be like, Veronica, there's no outcome where Archie and Betty don't end up together. Is Veronica still in love with Archie? Oh my gosh. Well, and- she's otherwise like stuck with Reggie. Mm, I don't like that. Uh, when it was like at the end of episode 21 and Archie and Betty finally like kissed, but it was in a background shot and I was like, oh, they're together. <laughs> they are together now. Cause you watched episode one. <laughs> when she, hit takes- a, she asked him at the dance and he was like weird about it. And he's like, no. And then he went and made out with Veronica in um, Seven Minutes in Heaven. Yeah, so there's a few things that came full circle that you got to see that everyone else had to wait six seasons for. (laughs) And part of that was Betty and Archie because Archie and Veronica are together for a long, long, long time until, like, post-high school. And then at some point when they're adults... Archie, first of all, I found it tragic to rewatch the pilot where he's like, I don't want to just be another blue collar guy working in this town learning how and to pour concrete. And then he just goes to Iraq, goes to Iraq. Straight up, be- goes goes into the army after high school, comes right back home to Riverdale, takes over the construction, does nothing else, and has no other interests. And it's just like, I wish they would have taken time to reconcile that, considering how much of the plot it was for him as a high schooler. Right. That's sad. It kind of struck me as sad. But the other thing... So Betty and Archie do end up getting together once they both just still live in Riverdale. Right. I mean, they tried. She joined the FBI and had to come home. Her, there's a whole plot line with her where like her biological brother, she apparently, her mom had a teenage pregnancy where the brother was given up for adoption. The brother becomes like a gay serial killer and then her dad's a serial killer. And then she finds out she has the serial killer gene. <laughs> and then... <laughs> And then she ends up being abducted by a serial killer, and there's an entire Silence of the Lambs episode where she's in a pit. It's literally just Silence of the Lambs. It's crazy. What was I talking about? Uh, Betty and Archie getting together. Oh, what was the other thing that happened? Oh, Jason. We don't see Jason for years. Like, he comes up in conversation, Jason being Cheryl's dead twin brother. Like, he comes up a lot in the first season, but, like, eventually other things are happening in Riverdale. We're not talking about Jason all the time. But then... At some point, once Cheryl starts resurrecting people with her ignition power, this is a weird thing she does. She, like, goes into the mines that are located on the Maple property okay. and just, like, incinerates the coffins with her mind, and then it resurrects the people. Wow. Was it in one of the episodes you watched where they were given corpses without heads? Um... So I don't, Cheryl well, at the back. end of it, they get bring the they get they find the heads and they're putting them onto the corpse. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I was wondering if Archie and Veronica were together because also when they think the world is gonna end, Archie goes and asks Veronica for a ring. He's like, "I don't have a lot of time. Do you have any rings from when you used to run the jewelry shop?" And he goes, "I know this is kind of weird." I was like. This is really awkward. That is weird. And then Veronica turned around and she made this face like, I can't believe this boy that I was in love with. 
Yeah. Well, so they like couldn't work out because she's always a big New York City girl at heart and he's always a Riverdale boy at heart. Right. So she has to go off to New York City. But then like I think she's like in an abusive relationship with some guy in New York. Oh. And then she decides to come home. Gets like buddy buddy with Reggie and Reggie's just some he's kinda like a weird fling, but they open a casino together. And then it's dope because later they have the casino to show off Jughead's mind reading thing. They do like a casino, like oh, a... that's like yeah, yeah that's funny. that's a, he's one of the only ones that even comes close to like revealing his powers to the public because he's just like I'm Jughead, I'm pretentious, yeah. I know things. Yeah. Anyhow, they're all trying to figure out how to stop. There's this, a comment. how to, how to keep everyone alive, and so it's gonna hit only Riverdale. Yeah, only Riverdale, and so. Veronica has this idea that she can absorb everyone's powers and give them to Cheryl, and then she will have enough power to stop the comet, and without hurting everybody, she's resurrected. Which is half the people on the show. They literally go around and list everybody who Cheryl has resurrected. Yeah. And it's just... (laughs) Archie multiple times. Right. It was one of the first, like, mystical things that happened. It was like, how the fuck is he still alive? (laughs) Did they make it like a cliffhanger? Kind of, yeah. And there's multiple episodes, I think, where the cliffhanger is, Archie died? <laughs> well, at the end of this, is I thought it was going to be a cliffhanger with, like, Archie dying. I'm like, Archie can't <laughs> you die. Thought... And then... So but, what happens? So, so then Veronica makes everybody cut their hands so she can get their hold hands with them and get their blood. Which they have to get a special knife. It. Yes. No, she literally yeah. referenced it. She's like, like the when the Loser Club had to hold each other's hands. That entire season has Stephen King plot lines. It's so good. They all hold hands, and then she has, and then Cheryl's like, "You're not cutting into my skin." She goes, "I'm not. I'm kissing you." And Cheryl's like, "That's queer baiting." <laughs> I was just like, "What the fuck is this show, dude?" That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Every time you think it's too much, you're like, I'm out. This has, what the fuck is this? And then they say some shit like that, and they're like, okay, go on. So then she makes out with Cheryl. Makes out with. Makes out. And then they're like, does it work? And then Veronica's like, I don't know, let's see. And she pulls out a gun. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then Cheryl's like, I can see your aura, which I don't know. I don't even it's know. Betty's power. And then... She's like, all right, test two. And then she shoots Cheryl. Nothing. Cheryl was fine. And then she goes, she I'm invulnerable. Car. And then it goes to like Archie's thought. And he goes, that means I'm not. <laughs> Jughead's like, I can't believe Veronica just did this in his head. And then Cheryl's like, oh, I can hear all of your thoughts. <laughs> it's so good. The pilot also has a lesbian kiss for no reason. Yeah. Uh, Veronica just randomly makes out with Betty at cheerleading pre- to tryouts. <laughs> For no reason! For no reason! There's also a lesbian sex scene in one of those last episodes between... It's <laughs> Cheryl and Tony. You, I wish you got to see more Tony and Fangs. They're so good. They're both Southside Serpents that have, like, a whole fucking plot. Oh, speaking of the Southside Serpents... They're both bi. They both have gay relationships, and then they come together. <laughs> So, serpents. Okay. So, who are those two parents who somebody... (laughs) Tabitha is the one who does the time thing. She made it so their child, which I didn't see how old he was. So, in my head, it's a baby. He was a baby. (laughs) And they make him a full-grown man. Wait, he was a... Thank you for asking about this. This is insane. So, so here's what happens. I wasn't... I was kind of, like, not paying attention. And then, all of a sudden, like, he comes out of the room and they're like... Anthony, my son, and I was like, I remember them saying something about like changing his Baby time. Anthony. I thought it was gonna be like an old man, but instead it's like some twenty something. <laughs> okay, so here's what happens. I'm gonna. This is as far back as I can go without breaking us. So Tony and Cheryl are in a relationship. Tony's the mom of Anthony. Okay. Tony and Cheryl, lesbians, icons, etc. Kevin's dating Fangs. Tony and Ke- Tony and Fangs are both Southside Serpents, so they're both like dating outside of their class, whatever. Plus, it's two gay relationships on this fucking television show. Right. Cheryl and Tony break up, go their separate ways. Turns out Cheryl's maybe a little bit unhinged. Mm-hmm. Tony decides to be a surrogate 
parent for Kevin and Fangs because they're like getting married and they're going to have a child together. So she decides to carry the baby. But then the three of them are throupling. <laughs> and I think Kevin and Fangs sort of just like fell out of love. They were like having a hard time navigating their open relationship and then just like kind of like couldn't make it work anymore. So they then- sang to each other in the final number. Thank you. <laughs> I just wanted to point that they out. They did, like, they were a cute couple. It was fine. But then Fangs and Tony end up falling in love. And they're like, don't worry, everyone. We're both still by. <laughs> and <laughs> they have baby Anthony. Baby Anthony is the only baby in the show. I don't think we ever see him as a baby. He's always just a lump. It's always just like... They didn't we even pre- cast anyone. So right, baby Anthony's in the whole show. There's this weird insinuation that baby Anthony is stronger than Percival, who's the evil villain of the season. They wait, they had, I don't know, like Percival's always trying to like kidnap baby Anthony is and it then, like a Voldemort thing. Kind of. And like Kevin is like ha- is like halfway trying to get custody now. <laughs> they don't even know which one of them's like the actual dad. Like they need to take a paternity test to help figure out the custody situation. It's fucking stupid. <laughs> Percy's like using this paternity battle to like try to steal baby Anthony because baby Anthony's kind of like the Jesus of Riverdale. <laughs> but then in the final episodes, they're like, wait a minute. Oh my God. We could stop Percival if we had his arch nemesis. They're like, we do have his arch nemesis. It's baby Anthony. So then Tabitha, who this whole time has done nothing this powerful at all. All she does is move through time. (laughs) And just tell people about it. And tell people about it. Can't even take anyone with her. I don't think she really does. I think maybe she can, doesn't she? She does with Jughead when they go on one last episode. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, she can. But then all of a sudden she's like, you know what? Since I can move through time, I can put a bubble around baby Anthony and move him through time so that he's an adult who can take down Percival. What was crazy is he walks out and he's like, let's fucking do it. Well, let me kill this guy. I have so many questions about how that would possibly work. He he, he comes out just like he's been there the whole time. Right. Like, who <laughs> raced him? What the fuck? I was so confused. So she just fast-forwarded baby Anthony. <laughs> I think at one point they call him something stupid, too, like adult Anthony. <laughs> and then he goes up to Percy. He's like, hey, bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna kill you. I, I'm gonna kill you. He's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, I'm Anthony, bitch. <laughs> Baby Anthony. <laughs> and then they give him a serpent tattoo, which Archie also has one. Yeah, uh, they gave him one when he went to prison when to protect died. him. Uh, They're like, you'll you'll be he, safe. So they give Big Anthony the serpent tattoo, and he's like, does this mean I'm a real serpent now? And they're like, you're the king. You're the king of the serpent. It's your birthright. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. But the thing, they, I just like, like they're we're still trying to incorporate that in. <laughs> After everything, you know, like season one, the serpents are a big deal because like it's j- like a gang jugheads thing. going back and forth between schools, and yeah, it's a gang thing, so everyone's sort of like prejudiced against them. At some point, everybody in the show is, like, kind of revealed to be, like, half-serpent. Some Like, everyone's right. related. Everybody in the show is related. There's also this plot line where Tabitha... I don't know her name. Some friend of Tabitha comes in, and she's like, Great news, I just I don't bought- think she's ever been in the show before that episode. Oh, Alexandra's her name. She's like, Great news, I just bought this... I've just bought these diners. Let's franchise Pops! <laughs> oh, in the middle... Wasn't that in the comment episode? Yeah! <laughs> She was like not into it. Alexandra's like, I just need you to say yes. Like, hello, we're gonna do it. Like, this is your dream. We are franchising pops. This is your dream. I need you to say Tabitha's yes. Tabitha's like, now. we're gonna die in eight hours. And and Jughead's like, oh, she's just overwhelmed. And she's like, okay, well, I need an answer in ten hours. <laughs> Dude, they do <laughs> shit like franchising that. pops. That's what I'm saying. They'll. And also, Jughead was like, you spent the last year just working here and taking care of it. And I'm like, what is this? Yeah. And Pop is still there. Pop is still there. He did retire for a while. Mm. Is that where Tabitha came in? Mm-hmm. That makes sense. 
Yeah, she was like a hospitality major in college. <laughs> and then she like decided to come run. See, pops. I think this is what I kept wanting to make Harry Potter like. This is exactly what you want Harry Potter to be. What I personally. Yes. <laughs> like, it's high school. But then they just added a bunch of stuff. <laughs> but Harry Potter is just like a whole other thing. Right. It's not about high school. No. It's just a whole other universe. This is really very much the normal universe. Right. And then they just keep adding so many things that it <laughs> makes zero sense. Okay, so this is what I wanted to say about Luke Perry. Luke Perry, I already said, died in real life. It's hard to write that into a show like Riverdale because they end up putting a bunch of emphasis on this character passing when they don't pay that much attention to any other person passing. Mm-hmm. And it's just because the tone of the show sort of death comes and goes in that town that was luke perry that was luke perry huh and so there's this huge emphasis there that kind of throws off the tone of the show for a few episodes just because i mean obviously they want to do right by the actor but the emphasis they put on it is so much greater than any other character who dies because because they're trying to they're trying to like pay homage to the actual actor but then on top of that, everybody else who dies in the show gets resurrected. And there's this, like, semi-plot of, like, one of the alternate universes, I think. One of the times Archie dies at the end of, like, him being crazy. Is he's trying to, like, kill... I think he's trying to, like, kill people in Riverdale to get his dad back. Whoa. He thinks he can, like, steal souls to, like, rebuild his dad or something. But his dad was it's Luke Perry, gonna... and it's physically right. impossible. Wait, I'm sorry. Did they kill him before the actor actually died? Or no? No. They they, could... they let you think he died, and then he actually came back. Well, that's the thing. So then, like, in the show, people die and come back, including Luke Perry. All so the when time. he actually... When they killed him off in the show... That's it. Did they... How did he die again? Um... I... Don't remember... I mean, I don't know what they were supposed to do. I don't know if there's a right way to do it, but right, it was just kind of crazy because, as we know, everybody gets resurrected. Right. Even fucking Jason Blossom gets resurrected by that final <laughs> episode. But Cheryl had just brought Jason back like a couple episodes like, before, right you, before yeah. that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, that's not He him. was not in the whole show. He was pretty much just in the very beginning, very end. Wow. So then it ends with... Oh, yeah, we keep... I'm sorry. I'm so not ready. Cheryl goes, she's stopping the comet. She has everyone's powers. She has everyone's powers. She, like, does this weird, like, prayer where she's like, with the help and powers of all of my friends, Phoenix, may you please burn this comet. And you just kind of see what everyone's doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then... It's a little bit, don't look up. Jughead's narrating it. He's like, so what happens? Did Cheryl save us by using our powers? Was Veronica right? Or did it do something to change everything? Well, the answer is yes. <laughs> and you see Archie wake up <laughs> in like his childhood bedroom, like on a twin bed mattress, looking dumb as fuck. His hair looks stupid. And he rolls out of bed like a cartoon character, looks in the mirror, puts on, he pulls out like this Riverdale shirt, and he goes downstairs. And he's like, but the weird thing is, it took us back to a time when things were a little bit more simple, before Jason was murdered. And I was like, I swear to God, if this goes back to season one, that's what I was thinking. And his mom's like, oh no, he was so young and talented. And Archie's like, what? He died. And Archie's like, who died? It was James Dean! (laughs) They brought them back to 1955! And Jughead was like, that's right. Last night, James Dean died in a car accident. And we're all back in this timeline. And no one remembers. But I remember everything. So I think that's what the last season's gonna be. It's gonna be original Archie Comics era. They're like, fuck everything we just did. Fuck all of it. Straight up. We're going Archie Comics. High school. Oh, wait. I missed the best line that Jughead said. He goes, and I'm the only one who remembers what happened to all of us. B.C. Before Comet. 
And then it ends. It is. And every, I, I mean this from the bottom of my heart, the end of every season has some incident like that where you're like, what the fuck? I think if they started that crazy, it'd be absolutely impossible. I don't think they would have gone as many seasons. Right. But well, like, like, even like Umbrella Academy's like having their last season, and it's like a short season because I think they just got too out of hand. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with the people on Riverdale. These plot lines, the lines they deliver are it's unhinged. Like they send all the writers out to like work on different scenes. Mm-hmm. And they all work on them separately, and then they just throw them on the script. Like, nobody talks it through. Nobody. Right, like, one person's, like, doing work on the Veronica Mm storyline. One person's doing one on the Jughead storyline. One person's just writing zingers. Those two people have never met. No. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maybe it's a COVID thing, and they all started working from home. I cannot. Also, everybody in that show is just, like, basically bisexual. Even the straight ones. Yeah, I noticed that. I have no idea what that's about. When they were doing, like, the thing... Well, at the end, they were doing, like, the musical number, and they were show- Everybody was just... <laughs> they loved also, musical Archie numbers. and Betty were, like, in bed, and Betty was singing, and then Archie was singing. I was like, oh, I forgot this was, like, a thing he did. But they are just all singing. They were all just singing. But, like, just showing everybody, I was so confused. Veronica was just looking at a painting of her dad. The painting. And she's... Oh, no, I think at the very end, she's with Reggie. But there was a thing, too, where she said to the painting, where she was like, Dad, if I see you in the afterlife, I hope I don't. <laughs> I was like, what happened? Well, now I know. Now you know. Put a hit put on, a hit him. on him. Well, because he tried to kill Archie, like, a few times. Like, actually kill him. Oh, oh, there was also this thing in the first season where um, Betty was hanging out with Archie, and she got home late. And her mom was like, rah, 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 rah. and she was like, Mom, I was just hanging out with Archie. And she's like, mm. and she's like, just because he has red hair doesn't mean he's anything like Jason Blossom. That's so true. And then, what? okay, what did Jason Blossom do to Polly? So, so glad you asked. <laughs> See, I was invested. Dude, I think <laughs> it's like a fun thing to watch. It is. It actually, I enjoy. I had more fun watching it than I thought I would. It's a really fun. It's so stupid, <laughs> but it takes a little bit. You kind of get the reward. You have to accept that there's no rules. Yeah, you kind of get the reward of watching a drama. Like, oh, I thought this is like something that's like complicated story, right. without having to actually watch it. It's like background show. Right. You don't really have to. They they hit you over the head with everything. Like it is crazy. <laughs> Does anything happen to the teacher? Or does she just She just goes away. It's like um, in Dawson's Creek. Exactly like in Dawson's Creek. I can see that. Yeah. Except, and okay, a teacher, no matter the sex, having sex with a student, you can't do no that. matter the sex, it's wrong. The teacher's 100 billion percent in the wrong, no matter how mature, whatever. Yeah. I felt more bad for Dawson, what's his name? Pacey. Pacey than Archie. Is that wrong? I know it's wrong. I was also just very confused. I think, okay, so in Dawson's Creek, Dawson's friend Pacey has an identical, I'm just gonna say identical affair as the one in in Riverdale. Um, They literally have sex in the woods. Yeah, it's like the same thing. (laughs) The difference is, first of all, I don't think Pacey's friends were as aware of, like, protecting him. You know? Yeah. That's kind of I think Dawson it was sad. Was like, yeah, I guess cool. also I only saw this. In Dawson's Creek, you saw all of his friends just know and be fine with it. Right. This was like. Which was like sad, but literally nobody's helping him. Right. In Riverdale, it was like his friends didn't really know. So they didn't even. They weren't even really given an opportunity to like try to support him. Right. And once they found out, they were like, why would you protect her? You're not in trouble. She's an adult. Did they find out? Yeah, they all ended up finding out because the Boy Scout troop, I think, Dilton Doily. Isn't that a Harry Potter? Nope. Dilton Doily was in the woods when Jason went missing as well. He was the one who fired the gun, but he was just trying to show the scouts how to shoot a prey. Oh, shit. Jason didn't even die until a week later. He was actually trying to fake his own death, run away from home. So then the teacher just moves away, or they just never talk about it again? Uh, the teacher moves away. Do they graduate high school? Yeah. 
And then they, uh, I think they graduate like in the middle of the season and immediately fast forward like many years. Yeah. Yeah. Weeds did a thing like that too, where they just randomly fast forwarded three years and then talk about it, what year it is now. And it was just really weird. I don't like the bringing up the current year thing. Yeah. You could just say three years later and. And just not talk about what year it is. Yeah. And also, I think Riverdale, it's like, once they're out of high school, we kind of didn't need to see their adjustment into the adult world. (laughs) It's kind of better to jump back in where it's like, Veronica's like getting divorced, (laughs) you know, (laughs) from some guy we hadn't met. Is Jug, do you think Jughead's going to tell them all? Yeah, see, we don't know. But if you've watched any Riverdale, that Cole Sprouse interview, 0% surprised. Yeah, no, not at all. I don't even follow him that hard, and I wasn't. Like, just look at him. Wait, actually, I did want to talk about this, especially because we were just talking about Pacey and the teacher and Archie and the teacher. Who fucked Cole Sprouse when he was 14? That person needs to be... Yeah. Shamed. Yeah. Cole Sprouse... I am like... That's When not... are we going to start waving the red flag on the young male celebrities who always had it's sex always... with like an adult woman? Yeah, when it's they literally were all of them. In this same interview, he's talking about how at 16 he looked 10. Yeah. And then he goes on we to say- We all saw him at 14. He looked 10. He looked 10. He was tiny. That's- And he Could you imagine up... just going up to his room? Like, that's disgusting. He is a child. That is crazy. Also, also how- he didn't say how old the other person was. He just was. said she was older. Right. But older than someone who looks 10. So let's say she's 16, 17. God forbid, older than that. Right. Why are you fucking a 14-year-old? Because I don't think he would have said older if she was 15. No. So, she- and then a 14-year-old who looks like a 10-year-old? Come on. I thought Call Her Daddy was more of like a sexual... I thought it was like a sexually open podcast. That was like the only thing I knew about it. I'm surprised that there wasn't wasn't more insight. There was another... I think we had talked about I watched Young Gravy say something like that. Yeah. I I don't remember who it was. Was it Harry Styles? I don't think so. No, it was one of the One Directioners. Oh, it was Liam. Yeah. It was Liam. Yeah, he was like... Oh yeah, his his like mother of his child was someone that he met when she was like twenty and he was like fourteen. Yeah, like what the fuck? Stop! 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 <laughs> it's it. so wrong. Yeah, um, yeah. So that was actually that was probably the hardest part of that to watch. Uh, was I him talking about yeah, that. I... People would really view that whole interview differently if they. There's a lot of things. First of also, all, I'm not guess... slut shaming him for how how few buttons he had buttoned. You know. No, like everyone, I just thought, he, I thought his shirt it was looked so silly. funny. Yeah, <laughs> but like everybody who's like making all these comments about him, it's like he's a child actor. I feel like a lot of the people who are making comments about it haven't seen anything, don't know anything about Cole Sprouse, and just knew him from Sweet Life, but also don't have like shitty hipster friends. Did you see his boots? His, his boots. Look at his boots. That's exactly. That's, that's all, all you, you need, need to know. Yeah, I just turned this gumdrop into a ring. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, like no. he's just a guy. He like reads too much and like takes. He photos. just like really likes using words. But even right, he loves words. But and yeah, he probably is a really shitty boyfriend. But he even said that he, he was like, "I'm trying to work on myself." He never said he was good. Yeah, he's like, "I'm trying to work on myself because I've been so far." At, from at least that call her daddy girl was like, "Well, do you think it was your fault that you weren't emotionally available?" Yeah, and he was like, "Yeah, exactly." <laughs> but Riverdale's delightful. Yeah, it was actually it was fun. You ever have a free, you know, five years? Yeah. When does the new season come out? Riverdale gang is stuck in the 50s and back in high school in the season seven trailer. Uh, sorry, of what year? <gasps> Don't eat there. March 29th. Of this year? Yeah. Hell yeah. Are they going to play it at a bar? They've Take gone. a shot every time Jughead's a dick. <laughs> Dude. I love him. <laughs> no, he's... Also, I've been thinking about how Cole Sprouse dressed up as, like, the Treasure Planet guy. Yeah, he doesn't He doesn't appear to be lying. It's all about James Dean. Cheryl resurrects James Dean. In the first season, they have an entire plot about the drive-in getting closed down, because that's normal town stuff. I was wondering... I, I remember, like, on the opening, 
scene, they like zoomed in on that, and I was like, I wonder if that happened. Yeah, they play Rebel Without a Cause for the final movie. Oh, there was wait when she when Ver- Ver- Veronica referenced it, she's like, remember when we all went to go watch it at like she. <laughs> yeah, at the Bijou. What is Jughead wearing? Is that Kevin? <gasps> Kevin and Betty? They're making Archie and Cheryl get together? Imagine being Jughead and watching all those people fuck. You're like, Kevin, you're gay. Kevin, you are. Cheryl, you're gay. <laughs> oh, wow. Fangs, you're gay. Tony, you're gay. So you're telling me he has to live with all that knowledge and still act normal on a podcast? No. Don't think so. Mm-mm. Yep. Got all my questions answered. <laughs> yeah. We didn't even touch all that stuff in the middle because obviously everything changes and goes back a hundred times. Right. Yeah. It's sounds like. <laughs> um, fuck, Mary kill. Archie, Betty, Jughead. Archie, Betty, Jughead? Yep. I don't really want to marry any of them. My gut instinct was to kill Archie, but then I don't know what to do with Betty. Also, can Archie die? I don't want to marry Archie. He seems kind of annoying. And, like, I... He's not funny. He, like, takes everything really serious. Yeah, I guess, like, if Jughead's willing to just watch Titanic for the last however many hours of being alive, like, I can marry. I can yeah, do that. Like, that's kind of fun. He also probably, like, has his own life. Yeah, I'd probably marry Jughead. I also, like, don't... I have nothing to say about Betty. She has a serial killer gene. I think I have to kill her. Yeah, she should probably for the... Fuck Archie, I guess. So, I would fuck Jughead and then smoke a 100 after... But Jughead really might be the best marriage option. Yeah. No, I'll just marry Betty. And then I'll kill Archie. That's fair. Archie's just kind of boring. Yeah, there's just nothing interesting about him. He just kind of gave up. Yeah. Happy birthday, Isabel. (laughs) Thanks for being a patron. (laughs)